Hey you guys, welcome back. I am so excited for this week's topic. It is how to build your clientele and there's so many things with this topic and I've been through so much with building a clientele personally, um, all the way from moving to a whole new state as well as, you know, COVID and being a beginner lash artist. And that being said, I just kind of want to dive into um, the three topics of, you know, being a new lash artist and how to grow a clientele in that way. And um, when you are a new lash artist, it is so hard because your confidence is not quite there. You don't feel like you are the best lash artist. You compare yourself to social media and... I'm going to stop you right there that you need to put yourself on social media. That is going to be key of how you're going to grow a clientele. And, um, you know, maybe someone will find your work and just love what they see. And that's what they've been looking for. So first things first, putting your Instagram together, your Facebook, your TikTok, all those handles and just put yourself out there. I know it's so hard, but it's okay. You're going to get better and better. And then you can kind of have this amazing portfolio of all your work and how you've gotten better. So I know there's so many roadblocks with social media and editing and everything like that. But I promise you just put your work out there start tagging, start commenting, start building even just a community of local lash artists and it will help you grow. It will build even as a beginner a community where you can reach out to local lash artists and ask them tips and tricks and that will also help you grow as a beginner lash artist. And with that being said, you know the basic referrals of thank you so much Um, If you refer a friend, I'll give you X amount off on your full set or your fills and her full set. And that's very huge. People love that. But another thing people don't talk about is reviews. So whether it's on your booking app, on Google, have the people that have been coming to you, even if it's just your friends, go on, write a review for you and You'll watch and see that people love reading reviews before they book with you. So if you've noticed people are struggling to write the review, one of the best tips I've ever received is to give them something right there before they leave. Being a lash wash, you know, some sort of aftercare product, it would be amazing. So what I do is I hand them this lash wash. It's in my hands and I'm saying, please go write a review for me. And if you do right here, right now, I will hand you this lash wash. And I've had the best um, results from that because people love free stuff. It's right there. They get the job done. You hand it to them, they walk out and you have a review. So please try that. I remember when I was in Utah, I had over 260 reviews But that being said, I had to give out 260 free products, but you know, the credibility of a review people love. So please try that with reviews. 
and social media, it will take you so far. And of course, that referral program is just your bread and butter. But that being said, with COVID, I remember here in Colorado, we, you know, closed down for four months. And that's not even the worst compared to those poor people, like in California, that took almost a year to open, if not more. Um, And I had to go back to these basic steps because, you know, people forgot about lashes and we weren't lashing. And it was such a hard time, but it really humbled me to be like, it's okay. I, I can be, I can start all over and, you know, I need to post that I'm accepting new clients. I'm running a COVID special. I'm, you know, needing that referral from a friend and taking lots of lash photos and showing off my work to the world that we're back open. So yes, those key things help so much when growing a clientele and, I know you could be moving somewhere and you're like, man, I don't want to restart. I just don't want to redo this again. Um, Four years ago, I had to move from Utah to Colorado because my husband, um, with his schooling, got accepted to Colorado. So I had to up and move everything, Um, an amazing job, my friends, my family. And I just remember the panic of wow, I have to start my business all over again. Like no one knows who I am. I don't know where to work um, and how I'm going to restart this. So even before I moved, I started planning. And I remember um, sitting down and changing my Instagram over to Colorado, even though I didn't live there. So I could start tagging people in Colorado and also I joined some Facebook groups and put that, hi, I just um, moved to the area, here's my work and, you know, here's my number if you're interested in getting lashes as well as I even had my sister-in-law post saying that she just got her lashes done by me and she was in love with them on all of her Facebook groups in Colorado because she was already living out here and that worked amazing because I remember getting calls and one of my clients to this day she was like oh my gosh I need my lashes done can I come in this week and I was like well I'm actually not all the way settled yet in Colorado um so what about we book something you know two to three weeks out and I promise I'm worth the wait. So even before I moved out here, I already was getting a clientele list because I was putting in the work on those social media handles and saying, hey, I'm, I'm here, I'm ready to lash. So that was super effective. And even just coming that first week, um, I found a Sola Suite And that week I did like 10 clients already. And once again, going back to the bread and butter said, you know, please refer all your friends. Here's my card. If you know, you refer a friend, I'll give you $10 off and them $10 off. And, you know, that just worked so well and it got the ball rolling and I put in the time on the social media, you know, at the end of the day. I would 
you know, plan for the next day of what I'm posting, what I'm going to be, you know, marketing and, um, it's not easy. (laughs) And also the rejection, you know, even when you're not a new lash artist of people coming to you once and them not coming back and you just being like, okay, you know, maybe they didn't like the changes I made to their fill or, you know, maybe they thought the full set was too full or not full enough and my consultation wasn't clear enough. And that's what also makes you a better lash artist because you um, get to, you know, reflect on that. And then when you get a new set in, you can really do a more thorough consultation to get better. So those tips were so effective. Um, and I, I swear, I didn't think I would build a clientele as fast as I did, but um, I was very lucky because it's not, it's not easy moving to a new area or even, um, you know, just being a new lash artist in this crazy day and age or COVID affecting us. Um, I remember during COVID, I just felt lost. (laughs) And I remember all of my lash artist friends, we would have conversations like, are we, did we pick the right career? Like, what are we doing? (laughs) And I'm so blessed that you know, once we were allowed to work again, or once I moved, or as a new lash artist, you know, unblocking those fears, I got to work and I did those basic things. And, you know, I was able to grow a clientele. And that being said, as owning a salon and hiring a new lash artist, it's not easy. I've watched them, you know, for months just get one client a day or even just three clients a week and um, them having to grow off of that. And what I tell them is, look, I'm an owner and I can give you so many clients. But that being said, it's up to you. Like it's what you put into it. And, you know, these three sets you did that week, what are you going to do with the pictures you took with the social media you did? So that you know, hustle and that drive has to motivate you and really get you going as a lash artist. Um, so that being said, it's just, we all are doing it. We're all putting our names out there every day, growing a clientele and, um, growing it in an organic way or social media. And sometimes, with social media, we have to pay to get our work seen and there's ads you can run. And once you start kind of getting a basic clientele and you have some extra money, maybe even just hiring, you know, someone or trading. I know a lot of people that trade someone who has, you know, a marketing degree and needs, you know, free lashes and you can have them help you with social media or, you know, vice versa, you can just go and pay someone, you know, your budget and see what you can get for that to help you grow it even further. And that's super helpful because we're not all social media gurus and sometimes it's worth it to get that 
advertising paid. Um, and with all of that, um, I just hope you guys have a great week lashing and I send you all my love and I know it's so hard to go through these roadblocks even when you're just struggling with, you know, oh, my fans aren't working and you're sitting in your chair and you're so frustrated and you're rethinking everything just because you're so overwhelmed and it's okay. (laughs) I've been doing lashes for 11 years and I still have those days. It's part of it. It's, you know, working through those kinks and having those days makes you stronger because then when you have those days where you can't make a fan, I tell myself, okay, I've done this a million times. I've told myself a million times I can't make a fan. I got this. You know, let's just go back to the steps. Let's just make a 3D and a 4D and work up to it. Let's, you know, grab a new tweezer out of the tweezer graveyard. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's okay. I just wanted to let you guys know that it's all part of growing as an amazing lash artist and I know it's just a journey and I just want to thank you guys for listening and for being part of you know our community so please reach out please DM us at AW Lashes Pro if you have any questions on building a clientele in addition to this podcast I'd love to help you all right sending my best bye